Hi ladies, welcome back to the She Plans Her Future podcast, the girl talk business podcast for the everyday woman wanted to enter the entrepreneurial space. With me, I'm Adair, founder of She Plans Her Future. We are a community of bosses that are growing together, uplifting one another and manifesting seven-figure businesses. So girl, why not join us part as a family? Because right here, we believe it's about time us women had it all. So stay tuned. So ladies, we are finally back recording the podcast, guys. I have missed you guys so, so much. I really wanted to take a break over the lockdown period and COVID period because, you know what, I had so much more learning to do, so much was going on in the world and our communities, and I really wanted to take it all in think about what I wanted to actually say to you guys and actually share with you what I've learned over this period as well. So I hope you guys are doing so, so well as well. Thank you so much for the love and support on our Twitter and also our Instagram page. We are on 500 followers, guys. We are actually building a community globally. So I'm so, so appreciative of every single one of you that tune into my podcast. So if you haven't listened to previous episodes, make sure you give it a listen. So most of our podcasts are going to be really short. So 10 to 15 minutes. I don't want to keep you guys too long. Sometimes we do have guests sometimes it's just me speaking but that's how we get to know each other so if you have any questions about the podcast or any topics you want to learn about don't forget to send us an email at sheplansherfuture at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our website at sheplansherfuture.com you can actually download a free cash flow forecast because i said we're building businesses girls so if you want to actually plan your business and manage your funds coming in and out make sure you sign up to our mailing list and get the free cash flow forecast so today we are going to be talking about a topic that um I've dealt with for probably about four years now and that is finance on a car. So how many of you guys want to drive a car of your dreams? How many of you guys are thinking, do you know what, I want to go into finance, I'm not sure what car I want, am I going to be able to afford it? So I'm going to be talking to you about our, my finance experience. So I started my finance experience on my car quite young, so around the age of 23 so about my car journey so I passed my driving test when I was 17 years old so I actually started driving lessons quite young I just wanted to get it out of the way and yes yeah, so I got my manual car which is my rent new shape Renault Clio I was so happy I thought this is perfect for me then when I graduated from uni I still had the car and I felt you know what I think I'm ready for an automatic car I feel like I'm not I'm over the whole manual experience even though my car was quite good I just really wanted to transition to an automatic car I was talking to my parents about it I was talking to my dad about it and found you know what an ad that came on the tv mercedes a class you can get it for just about 150 a month i told my dad i said let's go test drive a car let's go see the cars are available so i went down to my local car dealership and i actually drove the car i really liked it um so i got the mercedes a class sport which i really thoroughly enjoyed i liked the drive of it i liked the fact that it was black like you know i had my blue car before so i know i needed to get black and black because you know girls like (laughs) black and black is everything so i decided did get in my car so you could either get the manual car the automatic I obviously wanted the automatic and then it came to like the payment so when it comes to actually buying a car you can do three things you can buy it outright and you can go on the higher purchase or you can go on the lease so when you get to your car dealership he will actually explain to you or she would explain to you the options that you have available I feel that I would never buy a brand new car outright some people are different I just feel like the depreciation of a car is just way too much to just buy the car outright and for me I never really look at new cars I kind of look at used cars so when I say used 
cars, I would say around six to eight months old, sometimes up to a year, because the depreciation of the car's really gone down. What's the point of buying a brand new car? So when I found my car, I really wanted to have all the specs to it. So I think when I first saw the car, it was 150 and that was for the basic model. But I really wanted to have parking sensors. I wanted to have lights inside my car. I wanted to have the reverse camera. So I found a car within my price range that I was looking for that had all the specs that I wanted so I didn't have to add the amount of money to a basic car. So I thought, perfect. So I knew I wasn't going to buy the car outright. So it was either higher purchase or lease. And I think the main question he asked me was like, would you want to keep your car for more than four years and in my mind I was like no I'm going to change my car every four years I like change so he said you know what the higher purchase just costs a bit more and you'll keep paying the same monthly monthly fee every month until you own it or you can do the lease where you pay the same amount every month but you have a cap on the amount of miles that you actually do so my mile was 10,000 each year and you'd only pay a certain amount each month and at the end you can decide if you want to buy the remaining amount of the car or start again on a new car with you paying more for deposit so I thought at the time yeah do you know what I'm going to get a new car anyway let me just do the lease so I was paying the monthly fee um so that was around like 250 plus a month um and I decided to do this because I really didn't think I would be using the same car so what people don't tell you about when you actually get the car of your dreams or the car that I really love and I drive a Mercedes is that you can afford the monthly fee but make sure you actually think about can I afford the servicing can I afford the road tax can I afford um, if I my car breaks down if I need new wheels and um, for my insurance and my servicing as well so keep that in mind as well because you're going to be hit with some bills for your car if they said there's any car problems so I was completely fine with that so one year passed I loved my car two years passed I still loved my car three years passed I thought hold on I met her you have a year left what are you going to do with your car? Then boom, COVID hit, lockdown hit. And I started to see people losing their jobs. And I started to think, I Meadow, what do you really want to have a news with this car? And this was the time where London introduced ULEZ for diesel cars and my car was a diesel. And then the congestion charge as well. So I thought, am I really going to get a new car, pay higher on the um, finance for it monthly and not be able to drive it into London and because it's, it might be a diesel car pay a higher ULEZ and I thought what am I going to do so I had a long think about it especially over the summer and thought am I going to keep my car I'm not sure what I want to do okay let me see about my options so I'd look at cars because I wasn't interested in doing a lease anymore because I really wanted to own the car and keep paying it off and I just found that the finance was too high for it so I thought do you know what I can either start again on a completely different car or just begin to buy my car so I was actually doing some research now so because I live in London, I thought, what is the best car emission that I could have? I knew I never wanted to have diesel again because of ULEZ. And I was actually starting to look at hybrid cars. So there's a lot of cars that actually are hybrid as well. So when you actually buy the car, it actually costs more. But to actually maintain it, it actually costs less. So I was actually looking at hybrid cars. I was thinking, what kind of make and model do I like? But then again, because of COVID, you couldn't test drive cars. So I didn't want to commit to a car that I didn't test drive, that I didn't really get to see. So I thought, God, my only option here is really is to probably just buy my car. Now... It hit around 
September, August, September time. And I had to really think, okay, do you know what? Do you want to buy this car or do you want to start again? So I was even thinking of buying the car and selling the car because my mileage was quite low. And I decided, you know what? Even if I do end up buying this car, I can actually sell it in the future, even though it is diesel. But because the mileage is so low, it would allow me to actually get quite a good return. So that was one of the options that I thought of. And I was still in, in my mind, I think, about getting the new um Mercedes A-Class because my sister had that car and I thought you know what I'm really confused on what to do so what I decided to do in the end was just buy my car and that was like a lump sum at the end and this is why I say if you're looking to go on finance especially on lease make sure that you have great savings I'm very very lucky that I started saving early especially in the job that I worked with work in I knew that I would always need that money in the future and I knew that okay if I have a good saving if I ended up needing having to buy the car then it wouldn't actually affect me as much so I decided to actually pay for the car and the car that I needed to get was an excess of like a certain amount that I needed to pay for. So I was thinking, do I want to actually use all my money? Because letting go of a lot of money at one time can be quite like, oh my God, like my saving account has gone down significantly. So what I did, I got a loan from the bank and I paid half my own money and got half the loan payment from the bank. And that way I could own my car sooner rather than later. So I thought this is the perfect ideal situation for me. So there's different pros and cons to actually financing your car and leasing your car as well. When you lease your car you don't own it so you're just actually chucking money at the car without actually owning the car some people actually want to have zero debt so I am around god about to reveal my age to you god gonna be 28 next year wow um and I always thought you know what I'd love to own a home um probably I really would love to own a home in um London but you know the London prices are crazy and I thought if I was going to get a loan from the bank and I started again on a new car doing a higher purchase they actually would deduct them out they could actually give to me because I would owe the bank or own Mercedes money because of my car so I thought What's the best way for me to own my car so if that if I'm ready to buy in the next couple years or so, the bank could give me the full amount of money, a sort of take minus the money from my car. So I thought the best thing is to me for me to do is to completely own my car and then when I've actually got on the property ladder, then I can think about doing a high purchase later. So that's what I've decided to do. So because I know some people are thinking about whether to actually ditch their car and go on a higher purchase or ditch their car or actually buying a new car but always think about the future and think about would I need that money later is it more beneficial for me to get my home to get something that I need right now instead of getting a new car because by the time a couple years goes down your car's actually not worth that much so that is what my experience for getting a finance car I would say that don't do and um, don't rush into anything if you're just getting a new car because you're just sick of your old car and you don't like the look of it I would say just wait because there's always going to be a right time for you to actually buy and purchase that car if your car is running if your car is fine and there's no problems with it and everything there's low cost to it just relax with it and just keep it because by the time you have all these other bills adding up you might be renting then your car payments might be going up as well you might think why did I actually invest in this new car when I knew I had bills I needed to pay for and everything keeps going out up as well so 
when you're buying your car also think whether you're going to have diesel unleathered or hybrid i think diesel cars are out the window now i feel like because of you les especially living in london you probably won't be able to drive your car down your own street so think about probably steering towards the hybrid cars i'm going to be doing more research on that as well and probably have someone on here talk about the benefits of actually having a hybrid car compared to a diesel unleaded now so that's what my experience with of actually getting a finance car um so i hope you found this this episode quite useful because I know for me I was quite new I didn't know anything about the lease payment or like the higher purchase payment I already just had my Clio and I was happy but me being impatient I just always knew I wanted an automatic so I should have just got an automatic for my first car really but I think what it allowed me to do is to actually know more about earning money and building a great credit. So if you know that you don't have credit and you want to actually start building your credit, uh, financing your car is actually positive as well because it shows that you can pay money back. So that is my experience in actually financing my car. I would always say, do your research on the type of car you want. When you're actually finding your car, look at the mileage. I never look at a mileage of a car, 20,000 or 25,000 um, or above. I know it seems crazy and expensive, but I wouldn't get a car that has like 75,000 miles because I feel like in the long run, paying for it and doing the servicing is going to be a bump. So I would always, personally for me, pay more for the car in the beginning because I know that it's going to have less problems with the car as well. Okay, and another thing which is quite a negative. So if you're going to lease your car and they've given you 5,000 miles and you agreed that 5,000 miles and you pay a certain amount if you go over those miles they will charge you with a fee because you've gone out of their contract and you will owe more money so I know that's happened to quite a few people some people try to get away with it but honestly when they check your car and do your servicing and they notice that your miles has gone over the agreed amount you will be hit with a fine and you might end up having to buy the car outright because you might have just gone way over the certain amount of miles that you agreed to. Yeah, so when I got my Mercedes, I literally traded in my old car, which was good, and I paid a bit more for the deposit. So if you have a car and you actually want to return it in, you can actually take more money off the car value as well. So that is what helped me going forward. So I hope you found this episode useful about financing the car. I am going to do more research and share it with you guys later. But thank you guys for tuning in. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm so happy. Like, where have I been? You guys, (laughs) I'm so grateful for the love and support that you're showing on our channel and showing on our platform so far so make sure you share our episodes with your friends with your families and get involved i'd love to interact with you guys more on our platform on instagram so thank you guys so much and hope you guys have an amazing rest of the week bye guys